lose more. Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. We're going to catch up with Seaton Grimmer shortly to discuss feature racing in Queensland on Saturday night. But before then, we've got a bit of news to cover around the grounds. First, we had Bathurst race last night or a twilight card in the end. We spoke to Bernie Hewitt yesterday morning and... We mentioned the fact that he had good chances to start and close the night. Well, he was able to bring home a double. Rocky Lee made it two for two for the stable when winning pretty comprehensively as well. And later on in the night, Cash Tin was able to break uh, his maiden at start number two, winning narrowly. Uh, still did a few things wrong, but managed to get the job done all the same. So Bernie with two as a trainer and driver on uh, last night's Bathurst card. And... Of course, his star filly, Jewel Melody, will represent New South Wales on Saturday night in the Redcliffe Oaks. At the present time, New South Wales have favourites for three of the features on Saturday night's Redcliffe card, the Redcliffe Cup with Loyalist. Uh, When it comes to the Derby, uh, there's a really strong New South Wales representation there as well, opening up as favourite for that Derby. It was the Cobbity Equine trained rock and roll hammer, but Subsequent to that, naturally gifted is overthrown it. So they're at the top of betting. And then when it comes to the Oaks, not only is Jewel Melody there, but uh, Peaceful, uh, the last start feature race winner, she's operating at the top end of betting. So that's a look ahead to Saturday night. And we'll go into that in more depth shortly with Seaton. But as well as uh, the double for Bernie Hewitt last night, Amanda Turnbull was able to rain home three in total, two from her own stable. And in the process, brought up her 1,000th career training victory. Uh, So brings up the 1,000. Amanda, only 33 years of age, and she's had managed to turn over big numbers year in, year out, since she took out her training license back in 2013. So in a 10-year period, she's managed to bring up the 1,000 training Victory, seven of those group ones. So a big congratulations to Amanda operating in a winning strike rate of 27%. Uh, and that is a, a big deal indeed. We know she's won the last two Tab Regional Championship Western Finals. Uh, and she was able to bring home two winners last night. The second of them being her 1,000th career success in Sir Brigadoon, uh, a former Kiwi, actually Australian bred, but started off his career in New Zealand. He's now part of the Turnbull team. And Scarlet May was also another really impressive victor from her stable, a three-year-old filly who rated quick time home in a slick 27-4 closing quarter. So a big congratulations all in all to Amanda. We also had a trialling session yesterday and the obvious uh, standout trialer was my ultimate Ronnie. Uh, he's on a Tabureka path. He's now locked in for the Soho Standard Bread slot. Before then though, he'll head to the Rising Sun on July 8th at Albion Park where he'll Beyond a collision course uh, with Leap to Fame, he was able to win in 152 and 1 at the trials yesterday. So, whether he goes to a race next Saturday night or heads straight into the Rising Sun fresh remains to be seen, but he looks right on track with two trials since his APG success. I've spoken about Redcliffe on Saturday night and uh, the strong depth of New South Wales representation. Well, Seton Grimmer is going to be uh, off to Redcliffe to try and bring home a Group 2 feature when he partners up with Loyalist and he's been kind enough to join us for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Seton. How are you? Morning, Britt. How are you? Thanks for having me on. 
Very well. Thank you. We'll start off with Loyalist because it must be exciting to be in with a really solid hope of bringing home a $100,000 feature on Saturday night. Great to get up to Queensland. And what are your confidence levels like heading into the Gold Cup? Yeah, no doubt. I've I've had my chances in a $50,000 race, um, but paying 50 to 100 to 1. Um, so to be in it with a, a really, really strong hope, um, it, it does help the confidence level. Um, so, yeah, I just hope he puts his best foot forward and, yeah, we can get the job done. We well, haven't been driving for all that long, and at only 20 years of age, you've already brought up the 100 driving successes. So as much as it fills you with confidence being well in the market, how do you? How has your week been nerves-wise? Are you a, a person who, who you know, gets into the, the form really in depth and, and starts to churn the race over and over, or if you just uh, let it be, I guess, being a standing start, it, it's more so of a case of thinking on your feet. How have you felt this week? Oh, I sort of... As soon as the fields come out, I'll have a, not an in-depth look, but I'll, I'll have a serious look at it. Um, and then I sort of forget about it for the next few days. Um, the day of the race, I'm not too bad. Um, probably the last hour before the race is sort of when it kicks in. Um, but as soon as I jump behind the horse in the parade ring, it's sort of, it's pretty good. It all goes away. Um, I, I, get, I get in my zone and yeah, that's when I, uh, things get serious. You mentioned when the fields came out, you must have been tickled pink seeing that he came up with a, a front mark there under the standing start conditions. Yeah, exactly. We, we couldn't have hoped for a better draw. Um, we've got the one to in, our inside of us, uh, but he, he stepped sensational, loyalist. Um, so, yeah, for now, we just worry about the start um, and, yeah, where everyone ends up. And then, yeah, like you said, it's more thinking on your feet um, when we're out there and, yeah, to see what pans out. You've had a lot to do with this horse since he came across from New Zealand about 12 months ago. Now, Joe Connolly, the trainer and, and owner of this guy, and you've done the majority of the driving aboard him. Has he been a, a surprise packet, I, I guess, in what he's been able to achieve? Because now he's gone around in a Nullarbor, a million-dollar race in WA, and his favourite for a $100,000 race. Was the expectation overly high when he was acquired? Uh not really. Uh, like when we bought him, we thought he was a genuine Saturday night Metro horse. Um, we didn't think he was a Grand Circuit horse. Um, but just, yeah, over the 12 months we've had him, he just, we throw him in the deep end and he proves he can do it. Um, the next week it'll get harder and he'll get better again. Um, so just every week he keeps getting better and better. Um, and yeah, the harder races we put him in, the more, the more ability he shows. Um, so yeah, it, he's sort of, He's well exceeded our expectations. Um, and, yeah, I, to be honest, I don't think we've seen the bottom of him yet. Joe decided to send him north as part of the Jason Grimson team, and you jumped aboard him last week in his final preparation run. And he was also two months between runs since Anulabor as well. He came off 20 metres, was only beaten narrowly, and they went a, a track record time as well, off 10 metres. So he's uh, gone a very, very slick uh, overall time himself. He must have been very happy with that run. Oh, we, we were over the moon with his runs last week. Um, but racing at Menangle, he probably hasn't shown his toughness. Um, he's, he's well and truly shown his speed. Um, but yeah, last Saturday night, he showed that he's fast and he can also do a bit of work and stick on as well. Um, so yeah, we, we elected to send him up with Jason um, just due to Joe's work commitments. He couldn't get time off through the month of June. 
Um, so yeah, no one, no one's better than Grim, uh, Jason to get them ready for the big races. Um, when the big races roll around, Jason shows up. Um, so yeah, it was no surprise to send the horse to Jason. What about how he handled the Redcliffe circuit? Because that can be a real stumbling block for some horses. He's, he's done very well around Penrith, but the triangular shape of Redcliffe can, can be a real trick at a, a horse's first attempt. He looked to be really comfortable on the circuit, though. Yeah, being not an overly big horse, um, he, he sort of handles any track you put him on. Um, so he, hand, he handles Penrith, no problem. Um, and yeah, going into last week, the track wasn't really a concern. Um, He's just such a professional. He takes it all in his stride. Uh, and, yeah, he just, yeah, he, he was, it, it felt normal for him. We'll speak about the standing start now because that's, I guess, such an intriguing part of this race because we don't have a lot of standing start feature racing. This guy had an immense amount of experience, so in New Zealand, and I guess it was really his forte, the, the standing start procedure over there. But it's been a good 12 months since he's experienced that before last week. I saw he just read up before the start, but I would assume this week there's still no concern despite the fact that it's a capacity field there on Saturday night, when he does step, he, he steps awfully quickly. Yeah, exactly. Um, like you said, he, he had, he's got well amount of experience of stepping, uh, standing starts in New Zealand. Um, when he came over, we never really thought about it, um, but we gave him a few trials. Uh, we gave him a trial at Menango and he stepped relatively well. Last week, it was my error for him rearing up. I probably just had him on the tapes a little bit too early. Um, but yeah, the standing starts aren't a worry for him. We know that he's good from a stand. Um, so yeah, I just need to do my part and yeah, no, he should step very well. I'm sure between now and Saturday night, you'll go over plenty of replays of your rivals if you haven't already. Tim's a trooper is flying, but if your guy happens to step away quickly and you manage to find yourself in front, uh, is that a position that you're keen to hang on to? Because, as you mentioned, he's probably been known better for his speed, but when you get in front around a track like Redcliffe in a race like this, I, I guess it's a hard decision to give it away. What's your thought process around uh, hopeful tactics on Saturday night? Yeah, look, I'm yet to speak to Joe and Jason, um, but Last week, he showed that he's tough and he can do work and keep going. Um, so, yeah, I think Tim's troop is in great form, um, but I, I do think we can get across him. So I think if, if we get across and we find the front, I think our, our first idea would be to hold. Um, and then, yeah, just depending how much pressure we cop over the long trip, if we hand up or not. But I think as of now, I think if we find the top, we'll be more than likely to hold. I think it's pretty clear, but just for confirmation, if you're to, to get this win on Saturday night, it'll be a, a massive career highlight for you, I'm sure. Unfortunately, it's not a Group 1 anymore, but still a Group 2 of uh, $100,000. Uh, I would assume it's probably beyond your wildest dreams that you're competing at this level so early on in your career, and if you're to get the job done, uh, that'll be uh, quite something. Yeah, exactly. Um, like you said, I, ha I haven't been driving for that long, um, and I haven't had the opportunity to drive many nice horses um so to, to drive a, a really nice horse in a 100k race um it's yeah it's a privilege to me um so hopefully if we can get the job done it leads to many other big races
Yeah, absolutely. And there's, if he is to, to come through and either win or race exceptionally well there on Saturday Night Loyalist, there's still several other features for him over the carnival, the Sunshine Sprint and the Blacks of Fake are worth two hundred dollars and $400,000 respectively uh, through the middle part of July. So the riches are there on offer for him uh, and Saturday night will be a great test. Before then though, you head to Newcastle uh, tomorrow night to partner up with Rocket Boy, can you calm the nerves a little bit with a victory aboard this guy? Wasn't too far away at Red, I uh, should say, at Menangle last time out. He's been racing consistently. He hasn't been able to break through since that first up win, but he certainly hasn't been disgracing himself. And this looks like a, a nice little drop back for him as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it is a bit of a drop back in grades for him. He's sort of, he's an unlucky horse, but then he's not unlucky. Um, he sort of, he runs second. Oh, probably two weeks ago for us. Um, he was hanging pretty bad the week before, so we put a Murphy on. Um, and just that inside horse got up on the inside of him. and Yeah, he couldn't see him due to his gear. Um, as soon as the horse got straight past him after the line, he wanted to race it and put his head back in front. Um, but, yeah, no, he's, he's been a good little money spinner for owners. Um, he's always running thirds or seconds. Um, so he's taken the money without going up in grade. So, no, this week it's a nice drop in back in grade for him. He has drawn three. It is a bit of a tricky draw, um, and there is still some nice horses in it. Um, Black Prince, Pitch Perfect. Um, but uh, I think if he gets a good trip, he should be thereabouts. Where do you think you land from that draw? You said it's tricky. Is there a potential for you to find the top? He's not probably electric off the gate, but he can do some work in his races to find a forward position. So uh, you've got a few roughies drawn to your inside. Can you hold those to your outside early? I think I should hopefully hold the horses to my outsides. I, I know the one little demon, It's a, it likes to be a front runner. Um, I'm not sure if I can cross it early, um, but no, I'm, I'll think I'll be sure to have a crack for the front. Um, and if it's not there, hopefully something comes around, like the back bench to give me cover. All right, that's tomorrow night at Newcastle, the one drive there. But Rocket Boy does look a good chance in race number five. You're going to cover plenty of territory over the next few days, Seaton, so we appreciate you making time for us this morning. Best of luck when it comes to the big one on Saturday night at Redcliffe. Here's hoping you can get the job done. Perfect. Thanks for having me on, Britt. Seaton Grimer joining us this morning. He's aboard the favourite in the Redcliffe Gold Cup on Saturday night. Uh, the $106,000 Redcliffe Gold Cup at Group 2 level. A standing start over the 2,600 metres. And he does look really well placed, Loyalist. And he's been well backed early with Tab also taking over his favourite from Hot and Treacherous uh, at the present time. But we'll wait and see what plays out on that front between now and then. And there will be full and comprehensive Sky Racing active coverage of Redcliffe Gold Cup night on Saturday evening. Plenty of features. The Cup, also the Derby and the Oaks, a two-year-old sales series final, a mare's feature as well. And many of these horses are looking towards bigger and better things over the carnival to come. So it's going to be a really important form reference going forward, uh, I would expect. So that's Saturday night and early start at 4.45. We've got two cards of racing today in New South Wales, nine races from Tamworth, the first there at 12.55, and another eight from Penrith this evening at 6.22 before we roll on to Young, Newcastle and Dubbo tomorrow and Menangle on Saturday night as well where the Golden Mile is a feature race number six there's also the Harness Racing New South Wales two-year-old Trotters Foundation final eight races in total there from headquarters on Saturday that's on the pace for this Thursday we'll catch you next week